Hello and welcome to another episode of the Bad Gamer and the Good Gamer podcast. We are back with some fun news to talk about. Uh, Fatty, how are you doing? I'm I'm well, thank you for asking. I've been playing Metroid Prime Remastered. It's been ah, great. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. You you sh- you told me, and uh, I heard some of the. Uh, <laughs> I saw somebody stream it online. I think it was Nutty on Twitch. Okay. And as soon as I heard the music, I'm like, I got flashbacks and like the nostalgia hit. I'm like, ah, oh, yes, the Metroid Prime music. I gotta yeah. say, uh, it looks really good. Like this was it, uh, it does, on yeah. on a Twitch stream, and it looked really, really good. It looked like the remastering. Like Nintendo did a great job remastering the game. I don't want to say it looks current gen, but it looks very decent for like a 20 year really, old really game good. yeah it's yeah, very yeah, decent. yeah 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 um they did a great yeah, it's job like a, a good last gen game that's what it kind of looks like yeah uh, actually that's a fair a fair description plus the music man yeah. is stuck in my head like the especially the the main title screen the dun, 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 dun. that's oh, what's yeah, been I, stuck I in my I, head i didn't get to hear that actually but but um it was um I don't know how much different music or like what the soundtrack, how big the soundtrack is for the game. Like we're talking about a Nintendo game from 20 years ago. Pretty much. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know if Metroid had a, a really big sort of selection, but the one that I heard uh, in the stream was basically the one that like, it just kind of clicked in my mind. I was like, Oh yeah, that's, that's the Metroid music. Yeah. That's the Metroid sound. So I don't know. Probably the talent for Overworld, like because it has like the old school music, like remastered or like redone in this. Yeah, this was, yeah. That's what I picked up. Could, but yeah, it could good. be. It could be. It still holds but up. I have now. a question for you. Yeah, tell I have me. a question for you. Do you want to be an Olympic athlete? <laughs> uh, depending on the game, but yes, I want to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, now you can because our next topic is about the Olympic esports competition like the uh, olympic esports 2023 it's i think the first time uh, there's been like esports at, at, at least at this capacity in an olympics game and it's happening this year in singapore yeah. june 23rd to 25th i'm excited and... for this. like I'm, it's the first time i've ever heard of it too like it's it's cool. I, I've, I've heard um a few years ago, when they first proposed esports as a possible expansion of the Olympic uh, Games, uh, mm. or more like you know, uh, a new sort of like venture or in like expanding their horizons, uh, like it was a couple of, I want to say maybe more than just a couple of years ago, but like I've heard that it was being considered, and I'm like, oh, this is this is great. I mean, esports is a sport like they're sports they're not physical sports for the most part but they, you know there's still a lot of discipline and skill and it's very competitive and like we've seen the the blasphemer was it, that's what it's called right blasphemer the the csgo competition that happened and yeah it, you're right it's called blasphemer it was it was very fun like i still still remember it like it's, it's fondly it's I had a lot of fun there but yeah, um, yeah it was great yeah so so yeah so um, these games. <laughs> the, uh, yeah so so they announced that there's going to be an esports competition as part of the olympics there are nine games that have been selected uh, and each one coincides with a sport now here's the first big question mark red flag moment if you go to anybody like not even like a like an avid gamer or maybe 
not even a gamer at all but if they're aware of esports and they have friends that game and all that sort of stuff and you tell them that there's going to be like a, a gaming competition what games do you expect will be part of this gaming even if you don't use the word esports right video yeah. games competition from what you know what would you expect these games would be you'd say like League of Legends, uh, yeah, CSGO. exactly. Even Street Fighter, I would say Street Fighter. Street Fighter, yeah, Street Fighter for yeah. sure. They've been yeah. doing it for decades. It's been, exactly. it's been a thing. It's 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 started out like in an underground thing almost. But the games that they announced, for the most part, are unknown or obscure and have nothing like, as far as it's I know, strange, yeah. have had no esports sort of background or history. Uh, the the flagship one or the one I think that they focus on the most is an archery game called Tic Tac Bow. Mm -hmm. I love the name, by the way. Uh, then there's baseball, and the game is e baseball, uh, e -baseball powered pros. Power pros, chess, yeah. chess.com. Everybody, I think this is like the most sensible. Uh, one that they've gone for. There's going to be cycling, and you're, uh, and it's the the game is Zwift. Uh, dancing will be just dance 2023. Motorsports, not even like racing or whatever. Gran Turismo Seven, so that's probably the the most well known game of all of these. Uh, sailing is going to be virtual regatta. Taekwondo is going to be something called Virtual Taekwondo, and tennis is going to be a game called Tennis Clash. Yeah. The qualifications for most of them, I think, are open now. Uh, Gran Turismo's qualification is going to happen online uh, sometime mid-April, and whoever wins that gets to, into the, the competition, like it gets into the Olympics. I don't know what the details for that are like, like how many people or what the conditions are of the, the qualification round. But in any of these games, I or in most of these games, I would imagine anybody can just like participate. Anybody can try to be an Olympic esport athlete, which is why I asked you in the beginning, do you want to be an Olympic esport athlete? I mean, we can register. So like maybe maybe I can go through the we registration try. and try. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I already like... Uh, I started playing Tic Tac Boat. I'll get into that later. Mm. But um, seems like you want to be. You want to join the, the Olympics. <laughs> I've always wanted to be the athlete I knew that I could be. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh, somebody dug deeper into this whole situation because it was a user on Reddit. I don't know what the user's name is because the name was deleted, so I don't do that that much. I'm assuming I can't really get that person's name, but whoever that person's name or whoever that person is, um, um, saw the obscurity of these games and, you know, why would the Olympics go for these unknown games? Like some of them, like Tic Tac Bow was released last month. And at the time that the user, when, when he, when he dug into it, Tic Tac Bow had less than 2000 downloads right. and it was published last month. So it's a very new game just a few months away from the olympics mm -hmm. it was it has like a low player base naturally because it's a new game yeah, it was strange. developed by a company called reflect technologies and here's where the rabbit hole gets dug deeper one of the executives of refract is a board member of the global esports federation oh. and he's also the president of the singapore esports Associ association association okay. uh with, um, which is a member of the singapore national olympic council 
So somebody's I, lining their favorites. pocket with yeah. yeah, 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 playing favorites and lining their pocket with money because this game is designed around microtransactions. It's like any other. I I I don't think I mentioned this. It's a mobile game. Mm. It's like any other mobile game, any other modern mobile game. It's all about microtransactions. It's all about taking money out of your pockets, out of your hands, and into their pockets. That's right. And it's not even like just cosmetic items. They're like power-ups and, you know, like um, upgrades to your bow and arrow kits and all that sort of stuff. So I can imagine that um, because now it's got like over 5,000 downloads on Android alone. Plus you. They made... well, yeah, I'm one of those over 5,000 people, uh, but I didn't pay anything. I haven't yeah. paid them a single dime. But no, I don't even have to pay a single dime because it's also riddled with ads. Mm. So I like how they approach the ads thing, to be honest, because okay. the last time I played a mobile game that was like very ads and microtransaction heavy, I remember that the ads were there between levels or something like that. Like it was it was annoying. If you want to continue playing, you have to watch an ad. Or if you want to do like something That's usually like, yeah. like a primary core sort of thing, you have to watch an ad. In this game, you don't really have to watch ads to play. You can play as much as you want, but you can watch ads to speed up unlocking loot crates, or you can watch ads to get oh, a right. multiplier on, on the awards that you get once if you beat like a like if you beat a component you get some coins and you get a loot crate if you want to double the coins that you get you can watch an ad uh, and i think this is a unity thing because this the game was seems to be designed in unity there's an option whenever i get the ads where i can just kind of like turn off the screen or mute the audio mm. nice and like to save the battery and if you don't want to listen to anything because some of these ads could be long and after like 30 seconds of something. If the ad is longer than that, you could just skip and it will count that you've seen the ad. So I don't know if it's a Google thing or if it's a Unity thing specifically, but the experience was annoying, but it's not that annoying. Um, okay. And I, so it's pay to win. It definitely has to pay to win uh, sprinkles all over it. Because how's it going to work on an Olympic level? Like that's that's well, that's that's, that's 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 the other thing. It's an Olympic game. A, it's an obscure, unknown, very brand new game. B, you know, the the one of the executives and developer of the game is also in the um, what is it called? Like the esports association, the Singapore esports association. So there's obviously some like conflict of interest there. And C, it's 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 pay to win, like. Yeah. Whoever is at the top the of the leaderboard thing. might have like spent a shit ton amount of money just to be at the top of the leaderboard, upgraded their kits like crazy, and are able to make shots very accurately. There's like you know no wind resistance. The scope is super superb, like you know, uh, good, and you know zooms in really well into the target. I don't know. The game is fun. I have to say, the game is kind of fun. I wouldn't say it's exactly addictive. Maybe I don't find it to be addictive, but mm-hmm. regardless, it's a fun game. Uh, but it has pay-to-win elements. It can still play the game and not pay money or do any of that sort of stuff. Especially, right. and this is the weird thing that I noticed, especially, um, it seems a lot of people don't know how to play the game. Okay, also, on top of all that. Like, like, the, like, the, 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 like, up until the third level, because every time you so you start out playing 
a level, right? And every time you win, you get like 10 trophies or something. That's your ranking, basically. Okay. Uh, once you reach a high enough trophy, you go into the second level and the game is maybe a little bit harder. Or like, you know, the challenges in the game. Because you're basically playing tic-tac-toe. Um, uh, you know what tic-tac-toe, tic-tac-toe is. XO, we used to call yeah. it here. Yeah. So you're basically playing that, but by shooting targets that are in a three by three grid. And the target that you shoot is your basically, you know, notch or like your, your X or your O or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it has one nice element where if you shoot somebody else's target, but you get a higher score, that target becomes yours. Because <laughs> if you play tic-tac-toe and you score, like, you you know, you put a tick or you put a tack, that's yours forever Regardless, until yeah. you form a line. But you can form lines here by shooting the other the, the opponent's target if you get a higher point than there is then you you capture it and it's yours it becomes part of your line or something um so some people seem to have forgotten that okay. or some people like they just want to score the higher like you know points on the on the target and they're not like they forgot that they actually need to form a line like that's the whole point of the game tic-tac-toe is they need to form a line of three yeah. reds three targets three whatever and I'm looking at this, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm beating people that are like at a much higher level than me, even though my accuracy might not be so good. But just because I was able to form these lines, I'm winning the games and I'm getting, you know, the, uh, the higher points, I'm getting the coins, I'm getting the loots. Well, I'm like, okay, fine. Maybe this is just a beginner thing. But then like at the next level, nope, same thing. Next level, same thing. Once I reached level four, I started noticing that people are strategizing and they're like trying to overtake my target, for example, if they see that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm almost close to finishing or like to forming a line. So in the very beginning, it seems to be like people are not even like aware of how the game works and mm -hmm. how wind resistance works and how the i forgot what it's called but you get like a a line in your scope with like you know numbers and depending on how far away the target is and what the wind the wind resistance is there's like these guides to kind of like help you land a bullseye or to, to kind of right. help you land it where you're looking yeah um so long story short it's it's a good fun game riddled with microtransactions but you don't really have to but people will obviously pay to win like you know uh, like any other mobile game it's so weird that this is part of the olympic this is what i wanted to say game selection yeah. um oh and oh like one more thing to the scandal uh the Fract, uh technologies also seem to be the developers of the virtual taekwondo game Oh, you're kidding. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And, and to play that game, you need like special sensors or something. So I didn't even know. And I don't know if they're like this, the sensors or whatever. Like I saw in one podcast, they were saying that it's not out yet or it was like a Kickstarter thing that they did. So I don't know who's going to like qualify for this and how people will do it. It really <laughs> seems like the most easy access and, you know, common sport here is chess because you have to go to chess.com which has been up i want to say like decades like i've always heard yeah. of chess.com yeah, yeah my dad even plays chess.com so he can yeah, qualify yeah. As, a, as an olympian yeah, tell him tell him yeah be a family <laughs> of olympic athletes <laughs> and then we have just dance which i think they're going to use the switch version and we've got gran turismo which i'm assuming is going to be the ps5 version it's PS4, PS5, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Do you have any other thoughts before we move on to the next topic? 
Uh, I've said a lot of things. You, you did, you did. Um, first of all, it sounds like you should participate in the Olympics just to see how far you can get since you're like better than most people. Um, that in, 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 the, in the early levels, the level four, I got my ass handed to me because the targets started yeah. moving and I'm still getting used to it. But, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You should. But like, uh, otherwise, like, uh, like just dance is going to be interesting to see how they will judge it. Like, will they let the game judge it? Or like if someone gets a specific score or will there be a panelist? Like, that's what I'm interested in seeing. But otherwise... I'm definitely watching. This is going to be like a landmark landmark event. Whether it succeeds or fails, it's going to be fun to to witness. Like if it fails miserably, then they're going to like wipe this entire esports thing from Olympics, or they might actually do proper games like CS:GO or um, what do you call it, a League of Legends, Street Fighter. Who knows? We'll see how it morphs along the way. But I don't have anything else to add other than like. It's weird how you can qualify for some of these games, like some of the qualifications like eBaseball Pro, for example, Power Pro. You can play the PS4 version, PS5, and the Switch version, but the finals is going to be on the Switch version, so you should learn oh. to play on the Switch. Yeah, so like there's that kind of That's weird... stupid. Um, <laughs> That's what I mean. So, like, I didn't go through all the... Uh, every single category, but, like, that stood out, for example. I'm like, well, if you're going to compete... An Olympic thing might as well focus on the Switch version, not the PS4. And then change controllers yeah, of course, yeah, because you know? that's yeah, if that's so. if that's the one that's going to be played. I mean, the Switch controller is very, I would imagine, is very weird to somebody that's used to the 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 the, the PlayStation one or even the Microsoft one. Like, I feel the the the, the learning curve between Microsoft and PlayStation is a lot lower than the learning curve between either Microsoft or PlayStation and the Switch. Like, moving on to that. Right. Yeah. That's it's right. also small. It's, but I it's guess strange. If you have it's a, a strange situation, for sure. But That's very, very strange, yeah. Yeah. Next topic, we have some uh, meta news with their VR headsets. Um, yeah. Yeah. Your favorite so, topic. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure, why not? Um... I know I've had some hot take or the other on VR, but this one is good, but not really. Here to explain. What do you mean good, but not really? Well, okay. So the first thing is uh, Meta has cut $40 off of the 256 gigabyte Quest 2 model and $500 out of the Quest Pro. So I think you mean $70, not $40. $70. Did off. I say 40 I meant 70 Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, 70, so yeah, even better. $70. News, yeah. yeah, it's even better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so the Quest 2, um, the, the 256 Quest 2 model is going to cost $429.99, and the Quest Pro is $999.99. So $430 and $1,000 for these two models, respectively. Uh, this is effective immediately in some countries, not all countries. So it's Australia, Austria, Belgium, Canada, Denmark, Finland, France, Germany, Iceland, Italy, Japan, Netherlands, Norway, South Korea. Spain, Sweden, Switzerland, Taiwan, uh, the UK, and the US. Um, the weird thing is now that the 128 Quest 2 model is just $40 cheaper than the 256. Mm -hmm. So it feels like it's one of those like 
iPhone and Samsung. You should go for the things. bigger one. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's only a few dollars more. You should go for the upgrade. But then the upgrade is only a few dollars more than the one above that. So you should go for that one. That's how they get and you. Like the, That's how they get the you. plus mod, like the base plus model is as or a little bit more than the maxed out basic model. And so it's 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 mental maths and gymnastics and uh, marketing and stuff like that. Uh, but but let's not forget that last year they increased all the models by hundred dollars. Right. That's what I wanted so to that's say. That's why but... I'm saying it's not really good news. I mean, yes, it has gone down from the current price, but it's still more than what it cost last year, which is ridiculous. Um, so that's the first part of it. The second part is all. I mean, I don't want to say spe- speculation, but because according to the Verge. Uh, somebody shared with them an internal presentation that happened at Meta, and it's basically their four-year, you know, roadmap of VR and AR. And uh, there, there's been a few interesting things. Uh, first of all, according to this presentation, the Quest Three is supposed to coming to be coming out later this year, That's and exciting. it should be. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we've ever. There might have been some like rumors and leaks or something like in the vr sort of like communities but as far as i know nothing really made it out to the public uh this is the very first mention of it um, That's right. it's coming out later this year it's going to be two to three times uh thinner apparently and at least twice as powerful and they said it was it's going to cost slightly more than four hundred dollars so if the base 128 model is going to cost as much as the 256 uh quest 2 model no, it's probably going to cost maybe a bit more, but but that seems to be one of the reasons why they dropped the price of the Quest 2 models, just to kind of yeah. set things up for the Quest 3 uh, later sense. this year. Yeah. Get rid of stock, yeah. or, you know, move, move stocks now before the new one comes in, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, one major shift in their sort of like strategy seems to be that they want to focus a lot more on mixed reality experiences. So AR as well as VR. It's not going to be just a VR headset. They, they really seem to want to focus on, on AR as well. And feeding, feeding you know, the environment through the lenses so that you, you can like, they said something along the lines of like walking you know, in your home or even walking outside with the goggles on and you can still like, you know, just see everything around you and interact with it. So there they 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 are they're backing on it. Be, yeah. yeah. Um I mean it's I've I've always been more into just like theoretically more than to AR than VR as an everyday future sort of technology. I don't I didn't see I That's I right. didn't see that VR would be that big of a daily thing that people would use as much as AR. If they've both been developed at the same sort of pace and they've both got the same kind of like um user base the same sort of uh, advanced development into it i would i would have imagined that ar would be the bigger thing the more sort of like useful thing than, than vr but right. i mean yeah we'll see how it goes maybe this will help push it that way because meta is pushing for ar or mixed reality more than vr uh with the next console they did it with the quest pro well, the, the quest fact- pro was not a yeah. vr Ex- that's a, that's what like, i was gonna yeah. say yeah it's it's 500 dollars more less now so it's it gives yeah, people so more thousand, reason to but it used to be a thousand five hundred yeah I mean, yeah, if I you want to enter the like AR, don't do it with don't do it with the Quest Pro. It's way too expensive. I mean, you could do it with 
I don't want to say with anything else, but it's it's not at that level where you want to spend a thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Meta has stated that the main challenge with the Quest Three is going to be to have people to pay a bit more money than the cost of the Quest Two. So we might be looking at a four hundred and fifty dollar price point for the Quest Three. It seems because that's just slightly more than than what the Quest Two is at now. As as long yeah. as the hardware is compelling, I think people will be into it. But we have to see. I mean, well, I mean, well, I mean, we've seen that. We've seen that. Actually, I want to say that we've seen that with the PSVR two yet because we still don't know what the sales are like. We know that it's really yeah, good. Right. All the reviews came out. It's 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 great. There's still like issues and bugs here and there, but that's just normal. But generally Growing speaking, things, yeah. yeah, yeah. Generally speaking, everything looks great with that. Uh, but we still don't have any idea of how well it sold. Did it meet expectations or the sales figures or not? Um, but not only is um, not only is that sort of like one thing to consider with the Quest Three. Um, uh, Meta also said that they're trying to like kind of like what we mentioned before. They're hoping that the natural mixed reality experience would be a, u- a unique enough selling point for their for their device. So. It makes sense for them to try and find something else to kind of be the selling factor because we now have the PSVR 2, an amazing VR headset. People right. have the yeah, Quest it's 2. It's not enough. Yeah, and you know the Quest 2 is, is a thing out there. We're starting to see even like more premium stuff from like Vive, um, HTC, and sorry, Valve, and, and also Meta has their like premium device. So they need to... They need to have the Quest 3, I believe, stand out for other reasons. And this mixed reality thing is what they're backing on. Yeah, we'll have to wait uh, and see if it does yeah. come out later this year. Yeah. I mean, if this is all true, then yeah, later this year. If this is also all correct and they don't they don't change the plans or whatever, there's supposed to be a more accessible headset that should be the most bang for the buck. So as powerful as it can be, but at a more attractive price point. So this would probably be maybe high 300, very low 400 dollar mm. uh, yeah, price imagine point. That, yeah, yeah and it would be like it would be like less powerful, of course. Uh, then there are plans for the, an even more advanced, like the most advanced headset, uh, which can have or which will feature uh, photorealistic avatars. But there was no timeline mentioned for that. And I would highly doubt that it's going to come out in 2024, 2025. Like it seems yeah. to be they need a lot more time to get that uh, lined up. But once they do, then their metaverse sort of like dream will be closer to reality because everybody imagined that they can have like real looking avatars in the metaverse, right? <laughs> Yeah, I, I, based on I all guess. the promotion or all the marketing that they had. Yeah, well, if if VR like, chat is uh, anything to go by, nobody wants their realistic self. No, no, Everyone uh, wants to be someone no, else. No, well, I mean, yeah, yeah. VR, VR chat is 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 the original metaverse, or at least one yeah. of the original metaverses out there. And it was like years before the metaverse was even like a, a phrase that everybody now has on the tip of their tongue. Um, what? Yeah. Else, oh yeah, there's a, a couple more things. So other than these, there other is. than the Quest headsets, uh, they uh, they want to release. Apparently, there's a second generation AR Meta glasses. Do you remember the Meta glasses that came out? Yes, yes. I think it was with Rayban yeah. or something. They, they Rayban, yeah, or the yeah. company that owned that owned Rayban. So the second yeah. generation is supposed to come out this fall. 
with the third generation coming out in 2025, so a couple of years from now. And the third gen glasses are supposed to have or like come with a noodle um, interface, like a band or something that you wear that on your wrist that will allow you to like use a virtual keyboard or use gestures and whatnot. It feels a bit too pipe dreamy. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, we'll have no, to see. Like know. we're 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 still far away from uh, what is it? Minority Report style thing? Like yeah, you know, yeah. when you like move everything like as, with the screens as, as and fun, everything. Yeah. As fun as that movie was, I think it did more harm than good. Because it's it introduced this sort of like I don't know uh, uh, expectation. What expectation? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like this this target. It introduced this target that now everybody is kind of like moving towards, and it might not necessarily be something that is like it looks cool, but I don't know if you want to be seen like doing all that sort of stuff. I guess in in a day and age where everybody else is doing it, it might be fine. But still, like it's, I don't know. Um, we'll have to see. We'll have to wait and see. I, 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 I tried. I tried like air just air gesture control stuff before. There was this thing that came out like ten years ago. I forgot what it was called, but like it's a little bar that you put on like on your keyboard, like on your laptop exactly keyboard, or on your about, desk, yeah. and you move around your hand. Like it was shit. But that was like not even ten. Yeah, that was like first 15 generation years ago. stuff like that. I, yeah, any first gen stuff like that's gonna be finicky. But like, if they work on that and it's a band, let's say, and it like picks up your motion sensor or whatever, like exactly, and, and, then, and, and, and tracking, like like we've seen tracking being used in VR, then it's like it's a lot more accurate than the shit that I experienced 15 years ago. So it's yeah, it's, exactly. it's possible, but like, how are they gonna track the fingers? Is my question. And I know some VR headsets are able to track fingers, but when you're typing on a virtual keyboard. I don't know how accurate that's going to be. People can already type like, I don't know, 100 words a minute or 90 words a minute. That might be the average. So there's a lot of like movement with fingers. You know, it might be just as simple as maybe I'm the first to think of this, but you know, swipe gesturing or swipe typing. Have you ever done that? Yeah. I, I swipe of type course, more yeah, than I, I type I, type. I, so yeah, maybe... I, I, I use swipe. Yeah. It yeah. could be that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But even swipe typing on a screen with a physical sort of interface is not accurate 100%. Yeah. I don't but know. I'm just thinking. Yeah. As yeah. a solution. Te uh, technology might advance so much where it won't be an issue anymore. Yeah. But uh, that's it for all the, the, the releases or all the products that Meta is allegedly uh, planning to come out with in the next four years um the vr space is expanding it I, has become very competitive it has so i want to like i feel like we just need a few more years until we have like this like renaissance of vr this is in my in my opinion my humble opinion that's what i feel like we're, we're close sony sony is going to be part of it or yeah. sony is in the position to be part of it i mean exactly. yeah. again like i said we don't know how like how many PSVR 2s are being sold, but like one of the big issues with it is that it costs more than the console does. So I don't think the adoption rates are going to be that high. If they are, it's great because if it's a great device that's working fine and the VR experience itself, is really, yeah. really good and people are willing to pay that much money for it, then it's going to be great for the VR industry because A, it's more competition, which yeah. means that we'll get, we'll get better products in the end and uh b it's more options for people right so but speaking of options i just hope and pray they open it up 
to like PC or something like if oh, that headset can connect yeah. since it's only a one USB-C cable. I can't imagine it not working on PC, but if they allow it to have an SDK or whatever, or Sony is like, okay, we're going to open it up. That's when like, you're going to see a spike. Mm. That, that would be awesome. That would so, be awesome. I we'll said see. in a previous episode that if they do, I'm definitely going to buy it. I'm going to take that back because I don't think I'll like, I'll play it that often, but if I ever like, do get into VR gaming and the PSVR 2 is is open on the PC and it's at a good enough price competitive like it might not have to be the cheapest but if it's like for if the value of it is good you know what you're getting out tech, of what yeah. you yeah yeah like the tech that you're getting uh with the money that you're spending then yes it will definitely be my first or second option uh it is a very compelling device it is, you know, technologically not the most advanced. Not everything about it is the most advanced thing, but no. like altogether, it's a very well-rounded, very good combination of tech. The experience seems to be great. I, I want to try it still. I really want to. I, just, I, I don't want to buy it. I want to try it first. More than <laughs> no, no, of course. Like with that, you have to try it. Like it's one of those things where you really need to try it before you buy it. I'm trying to remember like one of the negative things that I heard about it. I think it was um like there's a rubber gasket thing that's just like a very uncomfortable oh the headphones the earphones that come with it are like shit the base. Apparently. oh actually yeah i heard that too i heard yeah, that from and, you and, as well. and they even look stupid like they're like these dangling wired headphones oh uh, oh this is this is a big deal the cable i, I like how this topic now is just about the psvr too well, i guess we yeah. kind of like have to talk we, about it because it came out to, a couple yeah. of weeks ago and we we didn't but the cable is not detachable that one cable that you're talking about, it's, it's not, not detachable, detachable. Right. Which is a huge deal when you're spending something that costs more than the console that you need to play it on for that cable. Like all it takes is one annoying cat or dog. Oh, to... that's how you're looking at it. I'm like, what's wrong with it? What's the issue? Oh, no. Um, generally, generally yeah. in the tech community, non-detachable cables are a bad sign. I see. Because okay. because all it takes is for that one cable to get ruined for whatever reason, right? It could be that you tripped and you pulled it apart or something. It could be an animal. Yeah. It could be it was like it was um, uh, it was packaged while you were wrong turning, or whatever. Or tied. Or whatever yeah. Yeah. There's like we've all had cables that died on us because true. of wear and tear. True, true. Right. Yeah. Most notoriously being the Apple data cables. Oh God, yeah, those are like, I even uh, know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like like a year or two into it, and like yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. Having something like that that costs over four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars. How much is like five hundred? Five fifty. Five fifty. Yeah. 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 So over five fifty dollars, or it's just stupid for, to to not have a detachable cable. Yeah, that's true. Okay, if you put it that way, yeah, I have to agree that like. If it's just a double USB-C cable, like it could have been that simple, like to replace or to extend or whatever, to have a even longer if they cable. Need, yeah. Even if they needed two cables, it could still be done in a way where they're detachable, but you can tie them up together where it kind of like becomes one Links, cable yeah, in the end. Yeah, That's, yeah. That then, then splits up into two different endpoints and they go into two different things if you want to, like power and your console or whatever. Mm. But... The non-detachable thing is a big deal breaker. I have to say. Fair enough. Because okay. I, I have to agree. Yeah. There. Yeah. But overall, overall, I don't know if all the VR headsets have detachable cables or not. If they don't, it's not like I'm hating on Sony. 
any any device that is in general my stream deck the stream deck that i got the the first gen because they released the second gen i think that has a detachable cable but it's a non-detachable cable and it's like my only my you know very few gripes about the device is that it's like non-detachable anything that's mm-hmm. non-detachable i think is stupid i never for the longest time when i was like just getting wired headphones i never bought wired headphones that were non-detachable if it was detachable great but it would also have to be a 3.5 millimeter yeah. headphone jack yeah. some of them some of them use 2.5 like the bose i think used to use 2.5 and i'm like even that i'm not gonna get because it's a it's not a common cable yeah. to find exactly yeah, yeah so so yeah so so that's about it uh for for the metaverse and vr and so and your, and your cable too. gripes as well and your cable gripes yeah no we we, we covered everything i think that's good. All, 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 all the important stuff. <laughs> yeah, but let's move on to something a lot more important. Shall we? It's uh, the, yeah. earth, the Turkey-Syria earthquake that happened recently. Um, yeah. So the, the good guys at HumbleBundle.com uh, are doing a game bundle donation towards the earthquake in Turkey and Syria. Um, they have like a bundle of like over 70 games. Like it's worth over $1,000. And I think it's always good to like donate, get something back and give something at the same time. I feel like this is like the best form of donation. And like, if you want to support, show your support, this is the best way to do it. If you're like, if you wanted to buy any one of these games, if you were even thinking about it. So um, out of the, the some noteworthy games. So like, if you're thinking of like, okay, I want to donate, but like what kind of games you're going to get. Some of them include Gotham Knights, which you were interested in. Uh, Ghost Runner. Which... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's the one that I mean, it's the one that stood out the most to me. Like, if yeah. I would play any of these games, it would be Gotham Knights. Yeah, yeah, and it's a, a relatively new game or new, like the newest yeah. game I think on the list. Uh, Ghost Runner, which I have, and I I freaking love that game. Like, I, I got the demo, I got the game. It's it's such a good game. Uh, System Shock Enhanced Edition, not the remaster, like the original, the OG one, and System yeah. Shock Two. Which again, mm-hmm. I think are are good deals. Like like even though they're like you can find them probably for ten bucks. Like you're putting your money towards like, uh, sorry, I didn't even mention like when you do donate, the hundred percent of the proceeds actually do go to like three charities, uh, Direct Relief, International Media, uh, Medical Corps, and Save the Children. So which I have personally yeah. given before, or I used to do like charity streams back in the day, and that's mm-hmm. one of them that mm-hmm. I used to uh, support. So. Yeah, it's pretty cool all around. What did you think uh, of some of the games? No, I, I think it's cool. Uh, well, I mean, Gotham Knights is the one that stood out. There's also, you don't also get the games, but you also get some comics. And yeah. uh, one of them is, um, I think it's just called Saga. I, like, I've heard of it so much, you know, in the last many, many years. And uh, the article where we got this uh, news from also mentioned that, like, you know, it's this, like, legendary comic, and it's the same creators as... Um... Ah, shit. Uh... Oh, my God. Like, I was just... I, I was thinking about, like, just a few minutes ago. Cut your future self in. Cut your future self. No, future no, no. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay in. I'm going to stay in. But what I also wanted to mention is they also get, like, these comics. I also wanted to mention that of these 70 games, 20 of them are developed by Turkish developers. Right. And there are four other games that are be, that are contributors to uh, Play for Turkey, which is a nonprofit that's focused on the earthquake uh, relief. Also awesome, so, yes. 
Yeah, so you're and, and do you want to give us a quick rundown of what Humble Bundle is for the people who might not know what it is? Uh, Humble Bundle, which uh, I've we've known for quite a long time, or like uh, I've bought into. It's pretty much like as it sounds. You buy a bundle of games, you have a certain amount. Like for this one specifically, I think you can pay from minimum, I think thirty dollars, all the way up to as much as you want to actually like support and donate and you get these games so they generally do like uh bundles i think every month or something you even can they have a subscription model Uh, i forgot how much it was and then you can get games uh per month think of it like game pass but like their own set of games as well yeah um and like they've always done really good things they've always supported like these kind of charities there's always something in the community that they they support towards or the money goes towards so always check them out like if you're ever thinking of well, buying the thing, game the, like yeah the it. thing about humble bundle is that like you said you 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 pay a small amount of money and you get this bundle of games but you're you're always able to choose how this money gets split up that's right yes i forgot to mention so you, that. You, you, right. yeah so you choose that okay i want to give like let's say you spend 30 dollars. i want to give like 15 dollars to the developers five dollars to like this charity and then the rest goes to humble bundle or i think there was like some other like you know uh, that's right. that's uh, right. yeah. other like receiving end so that was always the part of it like that and you know you you have you have control over how much you want to support the developers by buying mm. these games and a lot of times like very early as far as i know will you find like triple a titled games there unless they're like really really super old uh but every now and then you will find like a very decent bundle that's announced and every now and then right. they'll do some special bundle like you know whether it's for charity or for it's like a, a special occasion and in this case it's the uh, humble bundle turkey syria earthquake relief Right. And I do want to mention one last thing that you can actually buy fully priced single purchases of games as well. And like you said, comics there much later. Yeah, they did. Yeah, like I know it's a more recent thing, and there are sometimes deals on these pages, so you can buy like fully priced games at like I think they give up to twenty percent or fifteen percent, something like that, usually off the Mm. full price game. So check them out; they're a valid like store as well. Um, so, so for the, the Turkey, Syria earthquake relief, already sev- over 70,000 people have bought slash donated uh, towards, the, towards the relief, the relief fund, and they've already raised over two point two and a, not two and a quarter million dollars. Sorry, <laughs> it's a big number for me. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't even <laughs> I mean, it is I a have big a number, yes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's two point two sixty five million dollars so there far that's That's been a, donated. Yeah, it's the, a lot. At the time yeah. of writing this, when we wrote the, uh, the the notes, that's a lot of that's 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 a lot of money. That's a yeah, very good sum of money. Uh, it's that's it's right. great to see that there's a lot of you know people that you know want to contribute and they want to donate. I uh, donated like I I've already done my own donation separately and privately to people that I know in Syria so that they can like distribute yeah. the money evenly and all that. Uh, but I figured that I might as well just kind of like contribute as well. Uh, like I said, Gotham Knights is a game that at some point in time in the past seemed interesting to me. So I figured, why not? There's also the saga comic... Um, uh, that you just mentioned, or, yeah. You know, graphic novel, I would say. Maybe it's more of a graphic novel than comics. I don't know what it is, but I've heard of it so many times, and it's from the creators Let of, me know uh, when you uh, check X it out. Yeah, uh, and why... Yeah, so so the creators of X Machina and Why the Last Man. Why the Last Man? I actually saw the TV show. I thought it was interesting, but it got canceled. And I got the comic books, 
that I still haven't read, but they're like there, prominently there in my desktop. And every like every single time my, my eyes land on it, I'm like, I'm gonna read you soon. And then uh Gallon from from Ona's uh stream days, uh one mm. of Ona's followers, like, heavily recommended heavily, heavily recommended the comic uh, to me. And it's like forget about the TV show, we need the comic book. And I promised him that one day I will do that, and I still will hold that promise that one day I will do that. But anyways, saga same creators as why the last man same creators of ex machina uh there are two other uh, graphic novels or comic books that you can get uh um yeah so contribute uh give as much money as you can the minimum is 30 dollars um get something out of it like you said before that's a it's a good way to donate because you are getting something out of it it's not just giving money away which is which is not a bad thing if you do that but of course in so. this I'm case saying, like, yeah, yeah some people yeah, exactly like, but it, in this case you get, some, you get well. something out of it because not everybody has 30 dollars to spend to just get on a giveaway for charity if if you find one of these games here that you might like like there are other notable games right like xcom 2 payday 2 i see those over there uh, i know uh you the truck simulator was big at some point on twitch so you also get oh, yeah. that there uh, there's that that was a thing too yeah yeah it was a tiny like a like a it, it had its 15 minutes of fame but um so yeah do check it out and uh good luck i guess uh i hope they're able to raise enough money and like Thanks send for your it support. out and the money and, <laughs> yeah. and, and yeah the money reaches you know the the right part the right parties and all that sort of stuff uh, I guess that is it. Thank you everybody for watching the episode. Thanks, Do guys. drop a like or comment and subscribe for more content or go to badgood.gg and find our audio podcast over there. We are also on Twitter and Instagram at badgoodpod. So give us a follow and we'll catch you in the next one. See ya.